Welcome into the next edition of Conversations with Quotations. I'm Carr. I'm Branson. And uh, we're here for our next one. Manning is not with us today. Big news has happened since last time we were together. Yeah, I don't think we should spoil that, though. I think we should wait and let him do that on the next one. Okay. I mean, it'll, it's enough time to get that situation in a... Stable? Groove? Schedule? Is there really a schedule? I mean... Ish. Anyways. Yeah. But Manning is not with us today. We're going to – he actually asked me last night when we wanted to try to hang out, so we'll see if we can get us a special podcast edition one night. Maybe if um, – because at our school we're going to have a student-faculty game, and if he comes in for that, maybe we could do one then after that. So Speaking of school, Ram Relays Day. Oh, that was awesome. I will say. Field day for yeah. those that don't exactly know what Ram right. Relays are. Right. Field day. It was fun. It was. I – Kids bought in more, like, when we actually got in there yeah. than they did, like, watching the videos or in the classroom. Well, in the videos, it was mainly me, <laughs> you, Manning, and a couple other teachers. Okay, let's oh. stop and talk about this for a second. Yeah. It took us 40 minutes to get through four events to, like, film and to show the demonstration for the kids. To be fair, they put us together. Right. They put us three knuckleheads together. Because they're like, Stooges, we need you. Are we, <laughs> Apparently, that's our nickname. Are we, we're the Stooges? Yes. Like, as in people that'll do anything or... No, as guys? in, like, you know, Mo, Larry, Curly. Oh, okay. Okay. So, as long as they're not, like, saying that we do anything. No, I don't think that's what that meant. Okay. So, continue. I'm sorry. But, they pre- so, there's ten events, and then the next 15 minutes are like, all right, y'all got to cut the crap. And so, we got six... Videos done in 15 minutes, whereas they asked for us to do this. So When you order something at a restaurant, you know what you're getting. Right. You don't order a cheeseburger and spec mahi-mahi. Yes, exactly. It, you, you, yeah. When you order off the dollar menu, you know what you're getting. You knew what you were getting into when you asked <laughs> us to do this. we got to be careful because, you know, we eat off the dollar menu a lot. That's fine. I like dollar menu. I like that's dollar why, menu. That's why I went more on the high end. Uh, no, I see that. I see that. Because I'm not a fancy person at all. I'm not either. But uh, a lot of big things are happening. Today we're going to cover a variety of topics. Um, let's start with the one that we came well, up with last. I, well, I had an idea here. Okay. Um, and I was going to say this before we started. Too we late. need to record like some type of intro. We do. And I was thinking like changing like wrestling well-known wrestling slogans to like finally the pod has come back <laughs> to where are we at too legit to quit too legit are we gonna oh we're gonna go there too legit to pod i don't know oh uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure that part out we'll Anyways, come up with the intro yeah. that was something i was gonna throw out before right before we started but it we, like we gotta some, work on that we gotta work on that a little bit more yeah i think doing some type of quote something with it would be good Yes. Like, you and talking we, to me? We, we generally. You talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. Well, good. You I'm, can't handle the truth. I'm the only person in here. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm talking about that chair over there. By the way, these, <laughs> these exercise ball chairs that I have. Yeah, I noticed I was you not sw- a big fan of these at first, but I've switched to them. They're really. Nice. I saw that you switched your chair, your rolly chair, too. Yes, I have. Are you getting rid of your rolly chair? Yes. Wait, is yours, is yours the one that still creaks? Yes, a lot. Oh, uh, never mind. Yes. I was going to ask because it looks comfy. I see it sitting in the corner. Yes. 
Um, so, but we digress. Let's let's go. We're going to work from the bottom up on the list today. All right. So, Branson and I are WWE fans. I oh, am not just a WWE okay. fan. I I mean I've been a WWE fan. I mean, I was lucky. We both were lucky enough to kind of grow up in the attitude era, attitude heyday era, where anything anything went. But see, before before I got into the attitude era, man, I was still like I remember being. I mean, I four watched and a, five years old watching yeah. with my dad's old Smoky Mountain Wrestling from the Coliseum here in Knoxville. Or I mean, I remember watching before they had Monday Nitro. I remember they had Saturday, Saturday Night Six O Five on TBS. Right or yeah. And it was filmed in Orlando. Like, I remember watching Oh, yeah. That. My favorite person growing up was Sting. Especially when Sting got a bat. Oh, yeah. When he went to the Crow, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. But, so, anyway. they had the uh, WWE pay-per-view Sunday night, Money in the Bank. Which, if you don't know the, the idea of Money in the Bank, it's eight guys fighting in a ladder match to get a briefcase. Or seven, apparently. And... Um, the guy who wins the briefcase gets a future shot at his time, at his discretion for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. For, or for any championship. Or any as championship. best I understand yes, it. Yes. But normally they cash in for the WWE Championship match. Right. Well, there is a certain superstar slash well, UFC fighter. Let's, let's, not go, let's not go there first. Because I liked what they did with uh, Bailey. Even though I cannot stand Bailey, I'm sorry, Sarah. I cannot stand Bailey. I'm not. I'm not the hug. Hug me. Hug this. Whatever hugger section, tree hugger. Whatever she is. She's but, just a hugger. But I couldn't stand if Charlotte Flair won it. If you give me the choice between Charlotte and Bailey, give me Bailey. Yes. But so does technically is Charlotte now a ten-time champion? Yes. For thirty seconds. For thirty seconds, she is a ten-time champion. She is a ten-time champion. I mean, she won the championship, okay. even though Bailey cashed in and took the championship away from her. So before that, were they not at one point talking about doing a universal women's champion? I think so. And then they had the brand split again, and then they're now wild card. I don't know what's going on in the creative process. Well, also know is because I, I thought I thought they were going to turn um, Becky Lynch into like the uni- yes. women's universal. Well, now I know why the storylines on WWE 2K19 are so bad sometimes or 2k18 or 2k17 whatever 2k version you have i understand where the storylines come from now right um but yeah that was cool i like how they did that um i hate the fact that you've put all this pop into bailey and she's now or becky lynch and then you strip her of a title a month later yeah but she still has one uh, she still has one but and that's the one she's on to it technically i guess yes so. but when you are Promoting yourself as calling yourself the man, you got to have a championship for more than a month. Well, and not only that, but you call yourself. Ric Flair did not become the man by holding the championship for 30 days. But you also, you call yourself the man because you beat Charlotte Flair and then you lose to Charlotte Flair. Like, I'm not saying this is Becky Lynch's fault because clearly. It's not. This this is written out. Yes. Okay. So this goes to what you and I talked about before, where both of us had seen the report about. There's something like creative, WWE creative has something written, and it may come up to the last couple minutes. And, and it gets trashed. Right. Vince <laughs> is like, that's not what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And I'm not knocking the WWE because I'm sure that writing this much television when you've got a three-hour Raw, a two-hour SmackDown, and a pay-per-view every three and a half weeks, and 
all the other stuff that you've got going on, it's probably more difficult than I want to imagine. But at some point... But you're a multi-billion dollar company. And at some point, I understand that you've got people that you want to get over. There are people that are carrying your company, Roman Reigns. And I'm a Roman fan. But at some point, finally, they listened to the universe and said, Kofi Kingston, here's your shot. Yeah. I mean, here's your shot. And it's not like they had Kofi become a lightweight champion. He held his own with Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan may be one of the best in the world at what he does. But we got we, we to stay on topic today. The big surprise of the night was Brock Lesnar coming back at the end of the pay-per-view and winning the Money in the Bank paper briefcase. So they started out with seven. Yes. Because and someone the, had gotten pulled out early Z- in the night. Sami Zayn supposedly got injured or whatever. Storyline injured. Yes. Yeah, whatever. And uh, Braun Strowman. First off, and this makes me mad. If I'm WWE, I'm not pushing Brock Lesnar. I'm pushing Braun Strowman because he's younger and... Bigger? And he's more exciting. Like, people... Like, ever since he got his monster in the bank last last year, year. like, he started walking around saying, you're going to get these hands. And how many times have we heard, like, kids joking around, you're You're going to get get these hands. So... But Brock, I would be pushing him over Brock. Well, here's the thing to about me, Brock's Brock, overrated. I understand Brock probably will get you some buys, but are you really going to put the same belt that The Rock, Austin, Triple H, Flair, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, all these guys that were WWE through and through, mm-hmm. are you going to put that back on him where he defends it once a quarter? I, here's, Does he sell that many tickets? Does Brock Lesnar being on a pay-per-view card sell that many tickets? Here's my problem. With Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is playing the system. And they're letting it happen. Oh, I'm going to go to UFC if you don't give me the title back. Or, oh, I'm going to... Like, just pick one. If you want to be a UFC fighter, great. Go be a UFC fighter. I don't think it's his choice that he's not in the UFC right now. I, I think it's Dana White's now. I'm, I'm not saying it's not. I'm, I'm just, just saying pick one. I agree. Because there's... I mean, what's the Japanese league? Or, I think it's Japanese New Japan? League. The... Um, UFC over there, whatever, where they uh, have an actual ring and not a... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, there's that. There's other ways of doing it. It doesn't have to be just but UFC. Once, but I'm I'm not, not, I don't know if you're I'm not a Japanese U- mixed martial arts. No, I'm not saying there's not some bad hombres over there because some of that Japanese kickboxing stuff is legit. No, it is. You, you look like Crow Cop and some of those guys that came from there and then came into the UFC. There's some bad well, and hombres. There's, there's guys that have... And I'm just picked that one because... You can go fight in any type of style in that scenario, UFC or the Japanese league. Anything MMA. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's mixed martial. So, but just pick one. Like, don't play the system. Like, you're not helping. You're not helping yourself. You're not helping. Is I'm getting fed up with it, and I and I only watch it periodically. Is UFC played out? Because I mean, you think about it. Look, just look in our 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 lifetimes. We've seen the expansion of. WWE and the, the Attitude Era, then it sort of went away for a while and became MMA, sort of took the threshold. I would even say that NASCAR had its boom and then it busts. Has UFC busted? Well, no, because I think they, I think UFC was smart in knowing that they weren't getting as high as what they wanted, so I think that's why they've switched to ESPN. Oh, to great kind of, matchup for them. yeah. Well, and, and it's also put, replaced. Remember, like it used to be Thursday night boxing, I think, and or yeah, Friday night. Yeah, and they put and boxing's kind of made a comeback. It has, and they've ESPN 
and it was kind of a part smart smart partnership on both sides, ESPN and UFC, because you still get the viewership for UFC, but if you watch those matches, they're more intense matches because all these guys are trying to climb the ladder mm-hmm. to get to that top tier pay per view. So the match matches to me have gotten better, much better than the program they used to have on. Was it Spike TV? The yeah. Um, where they all lived in the house together. Yeah. Sort of like real world meets MMA. Oh, don't give me start. I, I know. Love, I, I love me some love, real world. I know. I know. Challenge, but, baby. But that was that's sort of the idea behind it. Which, by the way, that ended last night. But whatever. Yes. Yeah, so, but Brock's back. He's got the money in the bank. I'm hearing rumors that he's going to cash it in when they go over to Saudi Arabia in a couple of weeks. I mean, that wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I just don't. Don't take the belt off Seth. I just don't. I just don't like Brock Lesnar. Like, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like you said, he comes in, he fights once every three months. Mm-hmm. Like, he makes an appearance. Paul Heyman's okay. Like, he doesn't really bother me that bad. He's annoying, but that's just he, his personality. He gets people over. Paul Heyman can get. I think he can get me over in the WWE. Yeah. And I, I do not have the physique of a WWE superstar. So, I I think that's part of it. I'm just not a big Lesnar fan. Like, he does nothing. Um, if you'd sat there and said, I want to watch a 17-minute match with Brock Lesnar versus pick a person where Brock just destroys him for 15 minutes, the other person gets maybe two minutes of offense in, or I can watch Seth Rollins go out there with anyone on the card and have a 35-minute match and it be nonstop thrills throughout it, give me Seth Rollins. Well, I think the other thing that made me so mad about the <clears> match, <throat> and I don't even know if I t- – I don't think I texted you about it. What made me so mad was that was a really good match. Like, the match was good. Like, all the way around, you had people going through ladders. You had people and – I don't know how Finn Balor walks today after watching some of the highlights. Yeah, those were not easy shots because at one point the ladder is like laid on its side. Yes, and he hit like. But both. it's gimmick. No, it's not. That's a ladder. That hurt me. <laughs> I'm not saying that some of it isn't gimmick, but that hurt me. It's going to be really interesting to watch wrestling in the next six months because, for like, you're not as big of a indie wrestling fan as I am. Sometimes is. Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, uh, Kenny Omega have started All Elite Wrestling. They've got a new TV deal with Turner to go on I saw uh, that, TNT, actually. I, I saw believe. That. Yeah. Um, their, their second big show is this weekend at the MGM Grand. So, mm. they, I mean, smart move of location, I feel. Go to Vegas. I mean, if you're get looking- that, You're getting that feeling. Yeah. You know, the strip. The people, the money, the glitz, the glamour. I mean, if there's somewhere to go, that would be the place to go because... Just not with the Raiders. The Raiders <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Las Vegas is horrible. No, I mean, even with them, like, it's a smart move because there's always something going on. Like, and if you don't want to see whatever else it is, well, hey, we got this wrestling event. Maybe that'll entertain Yeah. So, I don't know. <clears throat> but that, I, I literally turned it off and I was like, I'm done. I, w- I wasn't even going to watch Raw or, or SmackDown. Like, usually I'll watch them. A lot of people have not been watching Raw or SmackDown no, recently. But usually I'll watch them right after the pay-per-view. Yeah, I was like, forget it. I'm not even – I was so mad. Uh, what else have we got on our list of things uh, to talk about today? So, finales. Ah. And we kind of looped this in with a lot of different things. Good finales that we've seen. So, like, I would go back. I think that I, we're fans of that 70s show. So great I think, finale. Yeah, really good finale. Um, I watch Friends – and I love Friends, and that was a really good finale. How I Met Your Mother, horrible. Let's let's discuss that. Because, no, because you got me hooked on How I Met Your Mother. Right. The finale, like the finale episode, 
was not as bad as the entire finale season. Yes, it was. Not as bad as the entire season. Yes, it was. Once Marshall finally arrived to the wedding destination, he wasn't riding with his son and some random lady for 18 episodes of 24. It improved some, I felt. No. no. Here's my problem with How I Met Your Mother. And the and whole ninth season this. is you play it up. It is called, the show is How, How I, I Met, Met Your, Your mother. mother. And in the end, he ends up with Robin. That's true. I want to, I, like, I would like, like, to, like we, they literally spent, and then your mother died of cancer. Oh, by the way, Aunt Robin still loves you. <laughs> I thought it was, he still loved Aunt Robin. What? You get the point here. I would like to, and if, if that's the case, just end it at Blue French Horn. I would like to go back, and you know how, I want to see the behind the scenes of the writing and how the scripts, the, script, the scripts being read. How am I wrong here, though? You're not. I'm just, if I, that's what we're going to go, end it with Blue French Horn. And that way you don't have all the terrible episodes with Barney and uh, Robin. That's true. Even though I thought that they're, uh, the, uh, the surprise of the ice skating yeah, rehearsal dinner was neat. Yeah, that was good. But even – so you put those two together and they even get divorced. They did. They, yeah. Like what are we doing? What are we doing? So some other good These finales. Are just, anyways, I enjoyed sorry. the home let's, improvement. Yes, finale. let's get off of that one. I, How, home improvement was a good finale to me. Okay, it has been a long time since I watched that one, so I'm gonna say I don't honestly remember that one. That was when Al got married, and okay. their wedding was at Tim's house, and they okay. tore down the fence. Yeah, and that's when they're tearing down the fence, and uh, Tim removes the boards, and he goes, "Wow, I've never seen you in this light." And Wilson goes, "Was it what you expected?" He goes, "No, no, no, your flies unzipped." Yeah, and you know, Wilson was the official at the wedding. It was just like it I was a nice tie-in. I remember that because that had been a show that you know I've watched for the majority of my life at that point. So I, I mash, think, great finale. Yes. Well, I mean, it was the top-rated TV show finale for how long? I mean, up until. I don't know. I, I, I know something has surpassed it, but I'm not sure what it is. Then we may need to look that up. We may have to. I, I, yeah. So, I forgot where I was going now with that. I, I the, said, you said MASH, and I got Sidetracked? Off. Yeah. So, what are some other good ones? Um, so, I guess we'll go this route. Big Bang Theory. Yes. Um, ended last week. So if you're listening to this and you haven't watched it... and Spoiler! You, yeah, you may want to tune out for a couple minutes. Big Bang Theory, to me, did it on the level of those other good ones that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Because... Oh, I know what I was going to say now. You have to have callbacks. Oh, you have to. You ha- because, because if you don't and you just treat it regular, then there's no tie-in. Like what you said with How I Met Your Mother. Or, I'm sorry, what you said with... Um, home Improvement and how Friends did it and how we know that that 70s show did it with all the like red-isms. That's yes. my favorite part of the finale is all the red-isms. Um, <laughs> so, Stupid helmet. Yeah. So um, Big Bang Theory starts off and it walks you through the series by using the key phrases. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bazinga is in there. Or, our children are going to be smart and beautiful. Like, the whole, that there is, whatever, isms or phrases, it walks you through that. And then it brings you back to the present. 
Mm-hmm. And then they go from there. And then it ends with Sheldon and Amy getting the Nobel Prize. And Sheldon gives this nice speech where he recognizes each and every one of his friends um, and how special they are to him and how special his wife is to him. And at one point in the last like four or five minutes, I looked at Ashley and I go, Ashley, my wife, shout out to Ashley. Um, and I went, I'm not crying. You're, you're crying. You're crying. And she goes, are you really crying? I said, no. You are. I wasn't, but I was like on that level because mm-hmm. it was, it tied everything in so well. Like they fixed the elevator. Yes. And, like, it was broken from the very first episode. And so all those things that they tied in, they just did it really well. And I'm glad they did because for probably about the past three or four seasons, it's they've just been making episodes. There wasn't a whole lot of I agree with progression. That. So I thought that was really good. And I also, also enjoyed the fact that some of uh, the tie-ins from characters being on previous TV shows – um, and I know James is not listening to me right the second because he just walked away. Um, what, what TV shows? There was a tie-in from Roseanne. Where, uh, Are you talking about Sheldon's mom? No. Sheldon's, Sheldon's mom was on Roseanne, but also... Uh, um, oh, brain fart. Come on. Sorry. Um, what are we doing here? Becky. It wasn't Becky. It was the middle. Darlene. She yeah. was on Big Bang Theory for a yeah. while as a girlfriend. She was Leonard's um, girlfriend before Leonard and Sheldon got together. She was like – Leonard played the cello and she played the violin or yeah. something. And Yeah. But I just thought that was neat because they had had a relationship in you know, Roseanne. Well, and Well, I mean you can say the same thing for like Last Man Standing, how they've tied in all the other characters. Okay, let's, let's, let's talk about Last Man Standing. Are we I'm glad about, it's back. Are, are you? I'm because glad it's back. It's not the same. It's not the same. I will say that I still enjoy it, but it's hard for me to take the new character who plays Mandy seriously. It's it's now at the very beginning after season one they replaced Kristen, right? So it was a little bit of adjustment after that, but still, still not got the same feeling to it. I will say that it's sort of funny how many shots they took at ABC at the beginning of oh, this yeah, season for sure. <laughs> I mean, just for sure, just no regard just total shots being delivered yeah but I, i'm a tim allen fan yeah i'm a tim allen fan i'm a tim allen fan so if, me if some he's santa on claus. there he'll if he's on there i'll be watching it i love me some santa claus um tv shows nowadays i don't know if we're ever going to have the same runs that we've had with some of those things that we mentioned you're not gonna have the mashes you're not gonna have the friends no i think you will but i think the quality like I said, with Big Bang Theory, Big Bang Theory was 12 years. Mm-hmm. The quality drops off about after year five with Big Bang Theory, five, six. And then it kind of picked up seeing this last year mm-hmm. because this was the last one. What? So the, the quality, like MASH, most people would argue that MASH carried over pretty well. It did. I think, personally, hot take here, I think The Simpsons has gone too long. I think The Simpsons are now just making episodes because they want to say that they're the longest-running TV show. Mm -hmm. I don't think the quality is there for The Simpsons, personally. So, um, But another show that you and I both like to watch, and you kind of watch a little bit more in depth, is NCIS. And I have watched, not necessarily from the beginning, like when it started airing, but I have seen all of the episodes. I've seen all the episodes. I probably started around season three, watching it. Like, 
I think I was two, on, or, on, two or three. Not in syndication. Now, I will say this. A show that can keep up with time and change characters almost every two to three years. NCIS. I w- the original NCIS. Not yes. New Orleans. Not LA. Not LA. The original NCIS. N- that is a show that can change characters. Like you got Fez from that 70s show who's now on there. See, I, I like his he, character. He's grown on me. At first, I'm sitting there watching the show, and I recognize him as Fez. But having a four-year-old, I kept hearing a voice that I'm like, I know this person. Where do I know this person from? And all of a sudden, it hit me in the middle of an episode, and I had to pause I think it, I texted you. And I said, it's Handy Manny! Yeah. <laughs> so it was, my wife's like, you're an idiot. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> Rule number one. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. We'll get to that. Yes. Um, but their season finale was this week. Yes. I have yet to watch it. I'm fired up about it. I know what actually, happens. Actually, dang you, Yahoo! Well, I'm gonna I'm tell you this. Yahoo News can go the, run a nine round. The whole episode, yes, garbage. If you if you take the entirety of the episode, hot garbage. Okay, to me, the best part of the episode is the last minutes to forty five seconds. And it's really ironic that we're talking about this today because me and you talked about this previous the last Tuesday. Because you had asked me before the finale, you said, hey, have you kept up with NCIS recently? And I said, yes, because my wife and I, we have a four-year-old. My wife is pregnant with our second child. And so we have not been watching it on Tuesday nights. We normally let six, seven episodes build up, and then on a Saturday night when we're not doing anything, we'll watch them. Right. And so we did that, and we're caught up to where we need to watch the finale now, basically. Um, So the reason – part of the reason I asked that is I have a friend – that his family knows Mike Franks, the guy that plays Mike Franks. Oh, that's awesome. And so he's, he's kind of been dropping hints. He won't say when he's coming back, but all he said was Ziva's not done. So meaning that could be a flashback, that could be whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've been hinting at all season, like Bishop went and cleaned out her, her office. We'll which it, which was kind of like a it was a she shed she shed she shed she shack she shack anyways by, down by the seashore yes okay so so this is where Ziva went when she, and stayed there when cases got really hard and she really had to like buckle was, down I and think get it's things. more of like a it's your it's your safe space it's your right. reflection pod let's not say safe space that's reflection pod let's just say this is the she shed there we go she shed. <laughs> So, they go clean that out, and they find out in the middle of the season, there's a note that says, please don't say anything. And protect my family. Please protect my family. And nobody has been in there. The only people that have a key are Ziva and now Bishop, because Bishop got Gibbs' key. Mm -hmm. And so, they go clean it out. Well, in the last episode, the best – I'm getting goosebumps right now because I'm talking about it. Because Ziva is one of those characters that you want to be back. Like, she is the original – after Kate, she was the person yes. that drove the episode and the, or the, the, the series. Show. Yeah. And her relationship with Michael Weatherly, who was – who's now – Dinozo. Right. Who's now Bull. Right. And Bull's okay. I've not watched it. It's okay. It's, I will say, though, out of all the characters, and I hate saying this because Weatherly was probably my favorite, he has not aged well. No, he's gotten bigger. Like, like I don't know what, and you know, I hope he doesn't have any medical conditions. But he he's not aged as well as the rest no. of them. But Ziva returns. 
Ziva comes back. People have been asking for this for well, I don't know about people. I have been asking for this. I will, I will say there's people because you don't know what happens, and they kind of hint at that she died in an explosion in yes. Israel, but there was never any like. And that, that was sort or, of the write-off for Michael Weatherly was right. that he got to take his daughter, right, and be a dad, right, and great episode by and, the way. And they and they've brought because um, a you have the dynamic of Denozo being a father. Right. Which is just unheard of if you watch a show. Mm-hmm. And then also the demise of Trent Court. Right. And I don't know if the CIA is as fishy as they make it, it out to be in TV shows. But if they are, Trent Court got what he deserved. Yes. And so, and then you also have older Denozo, Denozo who is now a grandfather. And he makes appearances here and there. So I love his character. I do too. It, so... NCIS so far has stood up to the test of time. Yes. And they even brought out, and I wasn't really a big fan of bringing in um, Fournette and Gibbs' ex-wife. What a sh- what an episode, though. Really? I liked it. Because, once again, and we've talked about this, and, eh. and me and you even talked about this previous the last Tuesday. You said, what do you think? And I've said all along that this season has been really hard for me to actually care about Gibbs. But they've made him. They made him like like they say in the episode. You're letting your walls down, and that scares you. Like in these last couple episodes, and it has. But, but you see the old Gibbs. Like he cut his hair. He, but he cut his hair to the original. He one. really freaked out about his team finding out that he killed a man. Really, and and he's like, I've never told them. Who in the, who honestly in NCIS universe does not know that? Vance knows. Frank knows. Um, I'm the, yeah, yeah, the lawyer. Going. The lawyer knew M. Allison Hart when that whole thing was going down. When Frank's uh, lost his finger down but, in Mexico. But those are all three top people. Okay. But that that you probably have, is not. So you're telling knowledge. me that Tony Denozo did not know that? Did Ziva know that? That's the question. Abby knew it. Anyways, did Ducky know it? But these are all newer people. Like, you're talking about old people. These are all newer people. I know, people but, but I mean... So it's kind of breaking him down to, like... I get where they're going. I just... But. I just... I'm like... Gibbs... If anything, Gibbs is that guy that he does bad things, but he does them with the best of intentions. I think that they're trying to show that he is growing attached to the group that is now there. Not that McGee... You know. Oh, uh, McGee... Um, but, did, did McGee know? I don't think so, because he was questioning it the whole time. I know, but I mean, and I'm I'm thinking back to the storyline when Abby did the research for the cartel who yeah. was infiltrated as the police chief or whatever for the federales or whatever, yeah. and like, I I just think I I had to think that more people know than Gibbs wants to admit. What about know. the? Okay, let me ask you this. Okay, the role of the um, head shrink. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Oh. Uh, if you She's to... been. She was there when Fournette Sloan. was shot. Not Sloan, the other one, the one that met him at the diner and oh, he yeah, told yeah. her he was going to turn himself yeah, in. Yeah, Like she's been there through some very important moments. She's not mentioned as like a girlfriend to Gibbs, which is you know she isn't. I don't think no. She is. But I'm sitting there going, man, you've been through a lot. And what's her role? Is she supposed to be like the? I don't think it's is that she the conscious or is she the you know is she the Jiminy Cricket to his mm-hmm. Pinocchio? I don't think it's that important. Okay. She's just a vessel. Yeah. Okay. An, an instant mean. 
And we'd mentioned this earlier. I never got into L.A., NCIS L.A. I watched the crossover episodes. I watched it for the first couple to see if Robin was actually going to play out. <laughs> Christopher, uh, <laughs> Christopher, uh, whatever. Do- no, not O'Donnell. From Batman Returns? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I watched it for a Chris O'Donnell, DJ. yeah. Chris, Chris O'Donnell. O'Donnell, yeah. Um, I enjoy New Orleans. I would, but it just seems... My wife enjoys seeing the... The guy who uh, who's the who's the Gibbs down there? Because he's oh good. Dwayne Pride and he is uh, he's good. Oh God, what's his name? He was in Unnecessary Roughness. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm not, uh, he, if you want to look if you want to look it up, you go great watch the show, guys. I enjoy I enjoy him down there. Yeah, but I, it just it just seems like a not as good version, I guess. It's it's got its, I want it to be the original, and it's not. I, I, it is. You're right. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to next season to see where they go with the whole Ziva thing. I just hope they don't end it as quickly as they ended the whole investigation into this slush fund. Because that seemed, like, really cool. Like, I was fired up about that, and they were like, next episode, done. (laughs) Over. That was true. They did end that thing quick. But, anyways. So, moving on, I think we're about done, finished wrapped up here one thing that we have kind of developed over the last week or so and by we we i kind of and this goes right off of ncs it's kind of been me but but they've been known we've known a lot of these before and some of these are quotes some of them are quotes potent quotables anyways so this to go off of ncs these are branson's rules for life this could be applied to anything, right? Or it should be. <laughs> it should be applied to a lot. So rule number one, don't be an idiot. And you have to ask yourself, would an idiot do this? Yes. And if the answer is yes, don't do it. Yes. There's a flow chart. We have a flow chart that we can make. Yes. You can't see it, but we can make a flow chart. <laughs> it's simple. Would an idiot do this? Yes. Don't do it. Would an idiot do it? No. Proceed with caution. Yes. So, flow chart over. Rule number one, don't mean it. How does this apply? Well, should I go to the copy room and then just start putting random things in teachers' mailboxes? Probably no. <laughs> so I don't do that. But You don't do that? Nope, not at all. Never done that before. Some, some fairy does that. I bet it was Manny. Yep, that jerk. That jerk, he's not here to defend himself. All right, rule two. <laughs> rule number two, not my problem. So wait a minute. There's um, a tractor trailer of overturned guinea pigs out front. Not my problem. Does it affect you? Not my problem. Okay. And and this more relates to, you know, let's say one of your coworkers hasn't filed their TPS reports. Not my problem. Exactly. I'm not following those TPS reports. Exactly. And if you've ever seen Office Space, you know what we're talking about. Yes. I want to need you to come in on Saturday. <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> so, you know, that kind of helps you relieve yourself of some anxiety. It does. It makes you feel better when you say it. Doesn't right. It? Not my problem. But what what are we going to do about these announcements that we got to get up? You know what? <laughs> not, not my, my problem. problem. But if it is your problem, rule number three will help you out. Number three. Rule number three is... That sounds like a problem for tomorrow's Branson. This is a very quoted rule in our lives. 
Because sometimes people, especially as teachers, teachers take work home with them. Why? Yes. I don't know. I literally, and this may sound terrible, and Dr. Reniger, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I have stopped taking work home with me because I know that I'm not going to get it done. That's true. I'm going to go home. I'm going to be with my kids. They're most important. I'm going to be with my wife. And then about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, we're going to go to bed. That's not worth me staying up for and worrying about. And even Ashley started to do this. Even, like, she's like, you I'm not to that stage yet. She's like, I bring stuff home and I don't even work on it. I said, so don't even bring it home. That sounds like a problem for for tomorrow's Branson. Okay? Okay. So you can work on it later. Okay. I like it. I have to tell you this very often. I know. It's not I've got to come back after I go do something else because I have stuff I have. It can't be tomorrow's problem. It has to be today's problem. Does it? It does. Does it? Yes. Are we sure about that? It is true. Rule four. Rule four is... Uh Uh-oh. Rule four should be... Uh, we got we got off here. So rule four is do your job. Please explain. Okay. So let's put it into sports terms, right? Let's see football. Yes. You got to have a line that blocks. Yes. Pass play, run play, whatever. Mm-hmm. You got to have receivers that run routes. You got to know what the quarter quarterback has to know the coverage is. He has mm-hmm. to know where the blitzers are coming from. Running back has to know if he's running the ball, where to run it to. Where vision, his, look at his vision points mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know, all that stuff. Do your job. So if I do my job mm-hmm. and you do your job and so-and-so and so-and-so all does their job and let's say we work together, things get accomplished. See. We are effective. Yes. Okay? If one of those pieces does not happen, what happens? Not my problem. No, it's not effective. Oh, sorry. So just do your job. <laughs> right. And if not, then you can let your boss or whatever deal with the person that is having that issue. Because that is... Not my problem. Back to rule number two. All right, rule number five. See, they connect. They do. Rule number five. Uh, Give effort. I'm a big person about effort. I think if you give effort in anything you do, there's a lot to be said about that. You could be crappy. and Not crappy, but you could not be very good. You can be ineffective. But if you... But if, if you do it with effort... If you're not good at something and you put the work in to do something and practice it and work on it and develop it, guess what? You're going to get better. Right. So give effort. That's the one thing as a coach or a teacher. I can teach kids how to block. Yep. I can teach kids how to read. I can teach kids how to do math problems if they're willing to work it with me. Right. I can't hold your hand, grip a pencil, and for, make you form letters. Like I can, but that's not helping. For example, there we're both coaches. Yes. We have played people mm-hmm. in our city championship game. Mm-hmm. Number one, that we never thought would catch a pass. True. Out of some wonky formation that we drew up the week of. Yes. So, and not only that, but got a first down. See. We also, in that same game, started somebody at linebacker that never should have been starting, but because he worked so hard – and we had people that were not playing in that game. He, I mean, he gave us everything he got. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to go with somebody that's going to give me everything they got every time over somebody that has the talent but only gives it to me about 50% of the time. I'll, I'll take that. So give me effort. Rule number six. All right, sorry. Rule number six. 
And this goes, this goes to our travels together. Speaking of. Mountain Dew. <laughs> is that what that is? That is a Mountain Dew. Okay. So cold. this is like our travels together. And I think these are general rules for driving when you're driving with friends or family. Right? Yes. So what's said in the truck... Stays in the truck. Right. It's sort of like Vegas. Right. Because, you know, maybe you joke around. But you don't want to carry those jokes over to other people. That's true. Because it could be hurtful. So and it doesn't have to be a truck. It no. could be a safe space. I don't, I don't I know, like that phrase. I know safe. you don't. It's just a space where, you know... Sometimes you have to vent. Yeah. And whether it's out of frustration, anger, uh, despair, sometimes you just got to vent. Sarcasm. Sarcasm, it just needs to be said. Yeah. Next one. Okay. This goes off of that, very similar. What happens in the truck stays in the truck. Because the worst thing as a middle school teacher is if one of your students find out you pass gas, yes. you're done for. Yes. You are done for. We're not allowed to do that. Apparently, adult males cannot pass gas. Nope. But, for example, like, if you're so frustrated, you end up breaking, like, a folder or something. Yes. You just keep it within your group. Yes. And like you said, it doesn't have to be a truck. It could be, you know, you like a to go room? to your locker room, your favorite, like, restaurant that you hang out at all the time or whatever. You and your friends. It's a place for you to vent to get things out. What? Somebody breaks What some- happens there does not end up on Snapchat. Exactly. As a middle school teacher, if you go out to eat in public and you see one of your kids, you best believe you're going to be on Snapchat about 20 minutes later. Yep. The chat of snaps? Yes. Uh, I think we're up to eight um, or seven. Uh, we are at eight. Eight. You're Here correct. So this kind of goes off with that. And it is don't touch the radio. Amen. Basically, have a designated DJ. You can make requests. But you don't touch the radio. DJ is in charge of the radio. Amen. Even if he likes to tune surf. I do tune surf, sorry. I did better on the way home. All I said, all I said is, oh, I forgot you're a tune surfer. <laughs> I have become aware. And I, I, I didn't even say anything no. about it, but I just forgot that you... Cause tune it surf. Was, you and Erica Hickson would get along very well. Okay. Because it was... 30 seconds, and we're moving on. Yep. On to the next one. Get that guitar rift, and we're done. Yep. All right, number nine. Last one, and this is... there's two. No, this is the last one, because they're misnumbered. Oh, okay. So it is number nine. We only currently have nine. So there is room for improvement. But number nine, use all of your personal days. (laughs) (laughs) Because... (laughs) So... So as teachers, we get so many personal days. And to my knowledge, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm just going to go with this. I don't think you can be told when and when you cannot use your personal days. No, they're personal. So even if you were told you can't use them in May and you got two left and you're going to lose them if you don't use them. Use them. Best be using them because if you you don't don't, get time back. Nope, you don't get time back. And if you do, it's only halftime in Oak Ridge. <laughs> halftime. Instead of is tuning, that like full snow cone? Yes. Half snow cone. Full snow cone. But, but I, I played great. half game. Nope. I played half game. Get full snow cone. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you're a great for cherry. Thank you, Brian Regan, for one of the greatest skits ever. Oh my gosh, I love Brian Regan. Oh man. So, anyways, um, use them because I've spread my last day and a half out over three Wednesdays. You have. And I'm going to the lake. 
all three Wednesdays. I was on the lake this Wednesday by 12 o'clock. He was. I have the well, I don't have the Snapchat anymore, but there was a Snapchat to prove it. There was. There was one last year that we shall not mention. I don't remember that one. Maybe imitating a certain former WWE. Okay, I recall that one. But those are just some rules to live by. Because, I mean, your personal days, and I'm, I can't speak for everyone's employment situation because I don't know what everyone's we get three. benefits package would include, but they're built in for reasons. I think so. Because some all, days you just have to have a day. I'm all about, you know, staying calm. Like, I'm. Zen. I, I feel for you it's Zen, but I feel like I'm very calm. You are. And in order to use, to keep my calmness sometimes, you got to use a personal day. I just got to, or a, per, a personal half day. Or a personal half day. To get out to the lake. By me, my tunes, and the open water. That's what I need. That's true. So. That is true. All right. So that's, that's the rules to live by. And I see that we're hitting our time pretty close. Yes. For this week. But I do have one story to end it. Oh, uh, we. So. We, apparently, now, the way this is starting is that last week. We were talking last about, week? or last time, we were talking about our Uber experiences. And yes. we, we have chosen ourselves now that each of us has to come up with a story to end on. For, for now. For now. Yeah. So, you're, it's your turn. It is my turn because the other jack wagon is not here. Rest jack in peace. <laughs> <laughs> He's not dead. He's just at home. Dead to me. <laughs> dead to you, maybe. But, all right, hurry up. We gotta go. So, um, last, last time... Manning told the story about his wife scaring the, <laughs> scaring the kid in the Coca-Cola Museum. And which, the only thing the kid yelled was, God dang ghost! God dang ghost! So, and we have now applied this to you, anything that happens out of the ordinary. Yes. And so, like, we've literally been in cafeteria doing cafeteria duty. Something falls, and I've gone, God dang ghost! <laughs> so, nobody was around for this one. I wish, like, we had been hanging out one night. Or I wish, like, somebody besides me was in the room to verify this story. But Manning told us this story before the podcast. Mm-hmm. But when he originally told it to us, that night I went home. And my wife, I like to stay up and watch TV shows. I like to get caught up on my shows, my stories. Your stories? Yeah. And so my wife goes to bed generally between 9.30, 10, 10.30, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. I stay up, I watch them. And it's me, a lamp that is on, and the TV. Nothing else. Like, our house is dead, quiet, quiet, okay? Dead to the world, except those three things. I'm sitting there, show's on. All of a sudden, literally out of nowhere, something goes, ha-ha, peek-a-boo. <laughs> and I literally... Sit straight up on the couch, and I'm like, what the world is this? <laughs> and it's like in this high-pitched, like, kid voice, and I'm sitting there going, this is not happening. <laughs> this is not happening. So I lay back down. Nothing happens. 10, 15 seconds go by, and all of a sudden you hear, I see you. And I don't, I don't even pause. I don't hesitate. All I say is, got a ghost. <laughs> So now that has been my deterrent for ghosts. <laughs> what it ended up being, for those of you that are parents, it was a kid's table. Mm-hmm. The little tinker table that they have. Yeah. 
something like moved or shifted on the table and it hit one of those little buttons. <laughs> so my question is what moved? I don't know. Don't care. Don't my house know. is not haunted. Got that ghost? Your house is not haunted, but I, the forest out behind your house has got some trees, some noisy trees. <clears throat> but, I mean, you've been in, like, up late at night. Have you ever – some of the creepiest things I've ever heard is when your daughter or son's toys, toys go now off. go off. But the weirdest part is when the batteries are low. And they – And it's, <laughs> it's like – no, she didn't. No, she didn't. No, no, no. Oh. So that's the best one that I have currently. There's another one that I'm going to get you to tell later that involves your father-in-law. We'll have to save that one for another week. Oh, I don't know which one this is. At dinner. Well, the the real ironic and funny thing about it is that your father-in-law is a preacher. He is a preacher. And for you, something happened at his house, like something fell or... And for you to stand up in the live in the dining room, <laughs> goddamn ghosts at your father-in-law preacher's house. I know, I know exactly. because it's not just your father-in-law. Your mother-in-law also works at this church yeah. as part of the ministry team, and so it's just it, it was funny to me because you know nobody heard it but Ashley, and Ashley has heard these like she's listened. She knows what we're talking she about. Kn- yes, so. Nobody and everybody just kind of looked at me, but yeah, well, I'll tell that one. We'll next. have to get that one sooner or later. Yeah, stay tuned. Pretty soon, we're going to have our in-game discussion. Um, I don't know how long that's going to go because we've got several pages of notes. Branson has seen in-game four times. Four times. Four times. I've seen it twice. Eli's seen it once. My brother-in-law has seen it three times. I wanted to try to bring him in with us. So the four times I saw it, it was not on purpose. I didn't say it was. I wasn't trying to make no, you no, feel no. like No, no, I'm just saying it. the first time I went by myself the night up because I didn't want any of our kids to spoil it. Yeah, I was I was very tempted to go with you that night. Um, second time, I took Emmett because Emmett loves Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And he actually made it through. Nice. Third time was with uh, one of my friends that hadn't seen it and had stayed away from spoilers. We went like on a Sunday night and fourth time was with you guys. Yeah, and we took Eli to see it because... This was the last chance he was going to get to see it for a while. Yes. And so he needed he needed to go see it with us. Yep. But uh, we'll, we'll have that hopefully next time. As I said, we'll get on the phone with Manning and see if we can get that figured out. But uh, keep listening to us. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, you can give us some feedback at TCAR54 on the Twitterverse, at Coach Branson. 14. 14. Yep. On Twitter. I think so. My Twitter's not that popular, but if you want to send us mine a is not out. Mine is not popular, but I do – I was busy all last Saturday. I know, and I retweeted everything <laughs> you tweeted. We went to the state track meet last week, and we were sending out tweets about our kids as they've done well. Could not be more proud of my 4x4 team, by the way. 403. And it started off I, at like a 517 early I in the year. I love every single one of those kids. If they're listening, I love them to death. If I'm, you're also listening, I want to know rule number – Five? It would be rule number five. Give effort. Oh, yeah, give effort all the time. Yeah. Because their effort. That that group worked hard. They did. So, But we're going to sign off for today. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. It's been real fun. So uh, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon.